thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to Speak Up and Engage, bringing next generation health, wellness, inspiration and empowerment to the youth of today. A spectacular collaboration between the Sunshine Coast Council and spirithive.org. I'm Nicola Dicklin. Hi, I'm Erica Clare. And I'm Toby Bogart. Hello, hello, and welcome back. <laughs> to another this, episode. To another episode. <laughs> this week we are discussing quite an important topic uh, for this day and age, and that is screens mm-hmm. and oh, what yeah. effects that they have on our brains, our behavior, and society as a whole. Yeah, so, definitely massive addiction in society. It's yeah. a huge impact on the way... My generation is growing up. Absolutely. Because a lot of us, we don't know how to write in books. Like, a lot of kids Mm. have really, really bad handwriting. I was going to say, is handwriting suffering? Yeah, it is. Wow. Like, the ability to write a letter even. Now it's all text and no one knows how to write a letter. And running writing is a dying art. Mm. Oh, yeah. I try try to do it as much as I can, but it's still very messy. Yeah, totally. (laughs) We can see. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So screens, they're huge in today's society. Mm. But, uh, like, what is wrong with screens? Why why is it such a controversial topic? See, a lot of people argue it's great to connect with people online, but what we're all forgetting is about there's people right in front of us. Totally. Like, you're just totally shutting them out and they're – they're there, not on some screen, behind a screen, sorry. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah, I feel like we we lose connection to, yeah. like, our yeah. human connection. We It's lost over Facebook or over social media, and, yeah, it's so easy to disconnect from mm. that human that's, you know, on the other side of the screen. And you lose track of time totally. as well. Like, oh, you, you, com- you completely just go into this different alternate universe. Yeah where you're just completely different mm, I and agree. personality yeah. changes people everything act. yeah people are completely oh. different online than what they would in real life yes mm. oh my god we could talk all day about that <laughs> keyboard warriors oh the keyboard warriors out there <laughs> i see say you. that to my face <laughs> say that to my face i dare you yeah totally but i guess the main thing um one of the main reasons why screens are, I guess, not good for us mm. is the blue light that the screens yeah, project. That's the mm. the body. Yeah, it's a yeah. it's a hot topic uh, recently. Actually, blue light, mm. uh, quite a controversial topic. So, blue lights they're found in most of our screens, right? So that's yeah, TVs, your smartphones, laptops, computers, tablets. Did I say all that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so during the day, blue light has been shown to be good for you. You know, it, it boosts your attention and your mood. But mm. in chronic exposure to blue light at night, it gives messages to our brain to reduce the melatonin secretion, which tells us to wake up and be more alert as if it is daylight outside yeah. and we have stuff to do. And that is potentially disrupting our circadian rhythm, which is our natural sleep-wake cycle. You know, So we as humans are diurnal. We're not nocturnal. And we thrive on a sun cycle. We we should be rising with the sun and and going to sleep with the sun. Set. Mm, absolutely. <laughs> but we aren't. And because so many of us live such crazy lives and mm. people are working night shift or people are 
um, under fluorescent lights all day and they're looking at their screens. So mm. many people are having issues sleeping. Yeah. Like the most basic thing. That's now in schools. Yeah. They're completely dependent on your laptop. As yeah. soon as you hit grade seven now, mm. you've got a laptop as a personal laptop. So yeah. you can have it whenever you want. You can bring it home, take it to school, and you've just, you've always, that's our generation. We've always got a device on us. It's just, it's not that good. <laughs> yeah, I think as well, yeah. you know, being forced to have laptops for school, it's like, well, what about the kids that don't have a laptop? Mm. You know, is there still school computers available? You, there is in every school an IT lab, yeah, right. which you can go and use computers, which yeah. often a lot of kids do have classes in an IT lab. Yeah. But I know with a lot of private, like pretty much all private schools, I think they all have a personal laptop. Yeah, right. And that's at our school. We've got – everyone's got a laptop. We can take it home with us. Yeah. We can we can uh, search up whatever we want on YouTube. Yeah. I know some some websites are blocked, but yeah. YouTube's so way So you do open. get a personal, like a school laptop. Yeah. Provided from the school. Oh, yeah. that's good, at least. Yeah. <laughs> but, do you, do you yeah. still have to pay for it? I think it's included in your school fees usually. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Mm. <laughs> but it – I reckon it's doing more harm than and then good. Like, Having oh, definitely majority like laptop work. Mm. Yeah, I know it's good that we're saving trees and that not using as much books these days. But yeah. everyone's handwriting, their grammar. Yeah, like I know my grammar and spelling is really bad. Literally autocorrect. <laughs> yeah, like, it is pretty much the only thing that saves me from not looking like a goose on yeah. text. I agree. Yeah, that's the same with me. And it's a bit scary. Like, I feel like I'm an all right speller, but compared to other people like my age or at school, mm. I really wasn't. And so it must be hard in this day and age, you know, especially if you have a smartphone or a tablet from when you're young and you're just constantly using autocorrect, mm. how that affects you like in the real world. Like, it's a matter of left click and then <laughs> you pick which one you think you want to use and half time a lot of kids are just picking the top one because they reckon that's the most correct yeah talk about dumbing down the generation yeah really is well I've got some pretty crazy statistics about screen time and so one is that kids spend twice as long playing on screens as they do playing outside these days gosh I reckon it's more I reckon it's more too I don't think that's Accurate, is yeah. it? I, I would this honestly say This wasn't a 2019 statistic, but I think are they counting screens as just tablets or what about Xbox and, and like, Yeah, you've got Xbox phones. Yeah, like, are they really that. counting that? I don't think so because I, like- I know a lot of kids in our grade and our sort of yeah. even below School. us, yeah. they just sit on their Xboxes all day mm, and they yeah. might they have their toilet breaks, they yeah. eat, and then they get back on it. Gosh, like my sister doesn't even go outside anymore. Really? Yeah, like I. She doesn't go outside. Um, fifteen. Fifteen. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like she will honestly take dinner up to her room and eat. Yeah, that's in our family. We always eat at the table. Yeah, same with the family. When I like was at home. (laughs) Yeah, it's such a good like habit to be in Mm. because you don't need to be looking at your screens at 
all times of the day, especially not when you're eating. Like, like when you're eating, you're eating. Isn't that good enough? Totally. Like, come on, people. And not only that, though, it does do- it disrupts your digestive system. Mm. So it's just like it's not Why? good yeah. at all. <laughs> um, another statistic is three in four kids spend less than sixty minutes playing outside every day, and yeah, rather they're... than doing mm. that, they're on screens. So that's uh, yeah under sixty minutes. Um, being outside, getting the sun's rays. When I was a kid, like, I was mm. constantly outside. I did watch a fair bit of TV, like Disney Channel. I was a little bit addicted. Mm. But I know at our grandparents' place, they were always just up the road from us when we lived in northern Queensland. Yeah. And we would go there because they had Foxtel, and we thought that was the greatest thing in the universe. Oh, so good. <laughs> and now funny. these days we've got stuff like Netflix. Yeah, and Foxtel and, and Stan, and we yeah. can just – watch whatever we watch and, and binge online. watch it as yeah. well youtube mm. oh that's the bad thing about netflix is the binge watching of tv yeah. series like, a lot of people waste a, whole week a lot of people don't just sit on it to watch one episode they sit on it to watch a season yeah. a season <laughs> yeah. one, <no. laughs> so hardcore yeah it's pretty scary like i don't know when i was mm. younger obviously i did start watching tv and stuff when i got a bit older like maybe 10 and over but i spent so much time outside yeah, and yeah i'm so grateful too. for that like i don't want to be i i remember when we had our small little property that yeah. i was always on our motorbike and we had this small little hill and we had like bikes and scooters and skateboards and this little car thing we would go down the hill on <laughs> bush basher yeah, yeah. <laughs> sick like yeah. that life was so much fun i miss my childhood totally I hate to grow up in this yeah way. you just yeah. get screens but a lot of people are just arguing that it's a way of the future like everyone's job's going to involve a computer at yeah. some point. And technology is amazing, but it doesn't have to completely control our lives and mm, take true. over our lives and yeah. take over our personality and everything with it, mm, you know? That's, like it's huge. Balance is key. Yeah. Like you hear that every day, but it's so true. Too much of anything is not good. Definitely. Yeah. And definitely having I I get how you can have so much at your fingertips yeah. just by clicking a few buttons on Google search. Yeah. But there's a lot of stuff that is on the negative sort mm. of slope of you shouldn't be looking at that. And access to stuff mm. like porn and all that stuff is way too easy. Too easy to get a hold of, yeah. Mm. Totally. What a way to waste your time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you ain't yeah. learning anything, kids. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So, like, what effects does screen actually have on our brain health? It's actually it's pretty intense to be honest because you know you're looking at screens through your eyes and it's obviously like really close to your brain (laughs) so excessive screen time actually does damage the brain in a way that it causes loss of tissue volume or shrinkage in the gray matter areas yeah that is where the processing occurs so it's your planning your prioritizing your organizing all of those skills get damaged with uh too much screen time um, and yeah, it's like, you know, internet addiction is associated with structural and functional changes in the brain and it does affect your attention span and your decision making and your emotional processing and just your overall cognitive function and your mm. ability to control your Definitely. thoughts and, and all of that. And like, you think when you, when you're young, your brain is still developing. And so looking at a screen, this, this. Uh, these effects happen to adults, let yeah. alone children whose brains have not fully developed yet. Mm, that's not very good. 
Um, another one, and I'm really passionate about this, is it's it causes sensory overload and lack of restorative sleep and hyper aroused nervous system in children. And so that's you know they're going to be moody and impulsive and they can't pay attention. But that's exactly what it does to humans. Mm. You know, we're in the age of information. And we've got all this information at our fingertips, but we're actually not used to, and our brain is not used to processing so much information in one day or in one minute. So this is why this is why I think I have memory issues is because you're constantly scrolling through all this stuff, and you can always have like multiple Mm. tabs open, so you can just be like, "Oh, I remember when I was doing that." But you don't really remember. You just remember doing something like that. Exactly. And so your brain is flooded and it doesn't know what memories to chuck out and what memories to store. Mm. So it's probably saving memories that don't matter and yeah. then getting rid of important vital information. And a lot of the stuff that you see online is just mind-numbing. Exactly. It's it's, mind-numbing. It doesn't mean anything anywhere totally. in totally. any case. And. <laughs> And you find yourself, you know, there's so much information there. Like I follow like so many people on Instagram. You don't read all their captions because you're trying to catch up to where you've been and it's just like, oh, mm. you just I you're catch just up. waiting to see that little sign that says you're all caught up. Yeah, I've ne- I never see that sign. <laughs> no? I can't recall it. It's too much effort. Definitely not. And you know there are so many, you know, facts out there about how many people just absolutely scroll through Instagram or Facebook and you're actually just seeing an image for, you know, like 0.3 of a second. Totally. It's something ridiculously like like that. Yes. Yep. So I guess in short, excessive screen time appears to impair your brain structure and its function and much of the damage that occurs is in the frontal lobes, which undergoes massive change from puberty to your mid-20s. You know, your frontal lobes... Uh, their development in turn largely determines the success in every area of your life. It de- it's, uh, it determines your sense of well-being to academic or career success to your relationship skills. And so too much screen time affects your ability to do all of those things, which yeah. is it's a pretty scary thing. Like all those things are vital for life. Yeah. So that's how it affects our brain. But what are some ways that screens affect our mood and our behavior well the stimulation first of all absolutely um i actually have a close friend of mine who has two younger children and she was telling me the other day about how when her kids are on like these kids are not even in grade one so i'm not good with ages yeah but you know preschool and three four seven like five ish let's say five ish and younger she's got two kids yeah um and when they she's noticed when they have technology around them they become super irritable they become super snappy really moody and i noticed that myself yeah (laughs) really you know painful to be around and then when they've been off technology for a while you know they're calm they able to keep focus on something they can be entertained by other things besides technology yeah yeah like the violent behavior that is so within technology oh, yeah. Is yeah. the violence insane. is just it's normal especially in a small kids life <laughs> totally but like you know 
how kids are addicted to Xbox, right? Like Fortnite. Yeah. Every kid is playing Fortnite. They totally. know what Fortnite is. And it's just like murdering other people. Yeah, it's like kill. it's getting points for shooting someone. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and then it's like it, it numbs your senses. You become numb to violence and then you will probably be more inclined to be violent yourself, mm. you know. Definitely uh, numbs the senses like that. Uh, I guess another effect that it has on our mood is, well, you get moody, obviously, we yeah. just said that. <laughs> but your social skills can suffer. I think Ooh, we said yeah. that at the start. You know, you're so you're a different person when you're online. Sometimes, mm. not always, mm. but you lose that connection, that human connection, and so. I've noticed a lot recently, you know, walking down the street, people are not as friendly, you know, people don't make Everyone's contact. looking down at their phone. Everyone's looking at their phones. Yeah, totally. They're bumping into things. Yeah. <laughs> they're almost getting hit by cars. There's like, so many guys. memes out there where there's women or guys or kids holding their phones, walking along, walking into a pole. I it is saw the that. funniest thing. Mum did it the uh, other day. Oh no. At did the go- at the Gold Coast. We had just came off that huge big slingshot thing. Oh no. And mum was walking along and she physically had to stop herself. She's like, oh nearly just walked into that pole. <laughs> I've nearly done it, but I haven't actually walked into no. something. I haven't played that one yet. So no. it's hope we don't. <laughs> Totally. <laughs> it is quite funny to witness. <laughs> so funny. Um, I guess another big one is it stops you from being present. Mm. Um, we're so caught up in the past and in the future and we forget that we're alive right here, right now, living. We're so caught existing. up in trying to catch up with what's going on in other people's yeah. lives. Yeah, other we're people's forgetting lives. about what's going on in ours. Like, oh, yeah. when you're scrolling through, you could be doing study for anything. Like, do totally. you even remember what you saw last week, let alone yesterday? Or like, this morning. And does it really like, matter? No. <laughs> yeah. How will this improve your life? Exactly. Uh, so that's the question you should ask while scrolling through. So what I've actually done with my social media is I've unfollowed like a heap of people who I didn't get a benefit out of and yep. yes, who made you know me not feel so good or that yep. I didn't find beneficial in following and on Facebook as well. I actually went on a bit of a detox and deleted <laughs> Facebook for a while. Yeah, you got to um, do that sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's, that's always good to know that you have that self-control, that you can stop. It was more or slow testing down. myself yeah. to find that self-control mm. again because I really got addicted to my phone there for a while. Totally. And I still feel like after I have got Facebook back again now um, that it is still really bad. So I do yeah. find myself, you know, leaving my phone up in my room when I come downstairs and spend time with the family or when I eat food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> my boyfriend is constantly, like, being angry at me because I'm looking at my phone instead of giving him attention or, or you know, <laughs> if we're watching a movie, my attention span will just, like, stop yeah. and I will be looking at my phone <laughs> and it's a horrible habit to be in. It's like mm. I'm watching a movie or I'm spending time with a loved one. I shouldn't want to check my phone all like, the time. People have the TV on and I know I find myself doing this. I have the TV on mm. and then I'm watching YouTube at the same time. Totally. Like how am I meant to take in two things at once? Yeah, that's it. Talk about like a sensory overload. Yeah. You're watching two different things at once, trying to pay attention to both and paying attention to neither. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, legit. Um, okay, so what about we've heard about the effects on the mood and the behavior and our brains, but what about how it affects our bodies? Oh, good one. Mm. 
Uh, I'm pretty sure we're all familiar with the term couch potato. (laughs) (laughs) Potato. (laughs) Absolutely. Yes. Massive one. So I guess you could say obesity. Can we go there? Yeah. You could go pretty much anywhere to do with your body, like um, not staying active. You definitely get sore joints, uh, sore muscles. Yeah. Like, and your posture, all of it just goes out the window. Oh, it's definitely. Yeah. I, I know I need to improve on my posture. My parents are always nagging me to improve on my posture. Yeah. yeah. And even now, since we mentioned it, we're all fixing up our posture <laughs> and we're all sitting up straight in the back of our chairs. I know, it's so true. Like, with that posture, you know, not doing so great, we've got, you know, Headaches, we have muscle tension. Yeah. Mm. And the whole body starts to take a toll. That's it. And I think another effect that it has on our bodies is obviously, you know, it sort of strains your vision, so that mm. can cause headaches. Oh, my and, God, yeah. Yeah. I, I experience this. Sorry to interrupt you. You're right. But working in my admin job, it took me, what, maybe two months for me to start like gaining some real serious eye problems so yeah. i yeah because you don't be blink <laughs> like you get really dry eyes you're, you're constantly just staring at it and you forget to blink yeah i would say i forgot to blink no no i didn't get to that no? point <laughs> sometimes but... i forget to blink it's okay weird. <laughs> you should go seek help I um no, but we, like, I'm also was unable to see my vision. Like, I couldn't read. I couldn't wow. see. Damn. My eyes would start to tear up. Like, I literally was incapable of reading ah, anything. How did um, you? Yeah, I ended up getting blue light glasses, which are oh. absolutely amazing, and I love them so much. So, quick question, though. Yes. I want to get some, but... Like, I heard that they were really good, but then just the other day I read something saying that they basically don't really work. Is that true or is that false? that's definitely not true. Yeah, right. That is 100% not true. They have saved my life. But I would say, you know, saved my life. My life. (laughs) Just in general, my life. Yeah. Well, I do work there full time, so I guess you could say that. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um... But making sure you go to a, you know, reliable company or brand. Yeah. Like, I use... Good quality. Mm. Yeah. I use Baxter Blues, but I know there's a heap of brands out there, like Quay, mm. do some as well. They were quite nice. Yeah. Um, and my eyes were actually that bad. I've had to start using my blue blocker, light, like, glasses at night as well. Ooh. Yeah. Because the light in the dark started to really affect my eyes from my job that I've had to start wearing them at night to be yeah. able to drive and see better as well. Yeah. Driving so is a sensitive. big thing. I've actually yeah. I feel like there used to be like a it's called a 202020 rule for those like working in offices and who spend long hours working in front of their computers. So it is every 20 minutes you look at something 20 feet away for 20 seconds. Yeah, I've heard of this. Yeah. yeah. And it's I guess it's just meant to implement um, to help you implement ways to prevent high, uh, eye strain and potential vision problems and squinting. in the future. And squinting, yeah. yeah. And you get those squinty lines and, yeah. like, the wrinkles mm-hmm. are a little bit orange. I know one of my friends, he's, like, uh, he's a pretty big gamer. Yeah. Like, he's well into the, the rabbit hole of Fortnite. <laughs> and he's got the real, like, proper wrinkles and oh, stuff. Right. And At 15 and he's got wrinkles. And then one of my friends also has the hair, but where we have the headset on, he's got an indent in his hair. Oh, my God. No way. From where the mic is. It's pretty cool, but it's not cool, but 
It's just something that happens yeah. in this generation. Uh, so that's what I <laughs> Do you want premature wrinkles, guys? I don't. No. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> uh, okay. Actually, you know what? Not only does screens affect us personally, but they affect us as a whole and as a society. Mm. Um, I guess we've already sort of touched on these points, but I just want to say that your addiction to your screens is not just affecting yourself, it's affecting those around you. And I think a huge one is, especially with the violence um, in video games mm. and, and all of that stuff, is it's stopping you from being compassionate, you know, towards each other. And right now in, in the age that we're in, we need compassion to move mm. forwards. And, yeah, it's definitely not helping us yeah. be no. numbed to violence. And definitely. This- and I guess memes as well like as great as they are they're making people you know a lot less sensitive to others feelings Mm. and more inclined to be judgy just because it's funny yeah yeah. still judging someone yeah it's not an excuse to be mean and to be judgy just for a mean for a meme Mm. yeah go awesome so true yeah (laughs) and then there's also like the facts of people being the perfect, the best of themselves, yes. and only posting that. Oh, like, yeah. No one sees how they wake up in the morning and stuff yeah. like they at first sight. You, yeah. they wake up with full makeup, hair, all that done, and people are like, "Damn, you wake up like that." You only <laughs> no, see what they want you to see. Yeah, exactly. The, like it is so easy to edit photos. It is so easy to make your life look. Just the amount of filters. Perfect. There yeah. are people that have like photoshopped holidays and photoshopped like going to Coachella just to prove how easy it is yeah I've got a photo editing app and you can literally change the sky like it could be a rainy day and you can make it like an epic sunset yeah I saw this thing um she's got she was standing there she was posing just at like the forest or something yeah like at at the back of her place yeah and she puts it on same image yeah puts it on, like, a green screen, and she's at the beach. Wow. Or she goes to Paris yeah. on some days in, like... But she doesn't go to Paris. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then in maybe a few other days, she's in Germany or... So there's a lot of crazy accounts like that that yeah. just rely completely on photoshopped images and mm. showing people how perfect, well, how supposedly perfect... Yeah. Their lives are. Totally. And it's so far from the truth. <laughs> yeah, so far. Um, well, what are some of our, like, personal experience, how we've noticed screens affect us? When I was in grade six and seven, I used to get really bad migraines because I just started uh, using computers at school. Yeah. And going from writing books, because I changed from a state school to a private school. Yeah. So we went from writing in books every day to looking at screens. And I noticed I would go home every day with a really bad migraine. And I mean every day. We we went to every, like, glasses place to see if it was something wrong with my eyes or something. But... You don't need glasses. I don't need glasses. Yeah. I never have needed glasses. And yeah. it was just something to do with the strain The strain of always looking at a computer, constantly typing. Yeah. All that stuff just gave me really bad headaches and yeah. stuff. Mm. Yeah, that's horrible. I guess um, I definitely have that experience with my eyes in my current job. But yeah. a big thing for me was being like addicted 
to my phone and that just absolutely consuming my life and not being present around friends or family and yeah. just the time each day being taken away from me and you know I wasn't living life how I wanted to like I wasn't exercising I wasn't getting outdoors I wasn't you know enjoying time with my family or friends or my pets and yeah you know like the time just flew so quickly when you're on your phone totally such a waste of yeah and like it is a waste of time what are you really getting out of it honestly Mm. I can't even remember what I was going through then Mm. can't even remember what I was going through this morning yeah I feel like an hour a day or you know maybe two hours a day or an hour and a half a day of screens is like acceptable but mm. for all the rest of the time like you should be out mm. doing stuff being De- productive definitely depends on your job mm. and Fully. like and if you're at school yeah because I mean, if you're at school time. you've got yeah. uh four hours i think of school work because yep. you've got your breaks and all that mm-hmm. and four hours of constant school work where Half of it you spend looking at a screen. The other half you spend at looking at a whiteboard, which is often on the other side of the classroom. So you're going from looking straight in front of you yeah. to looking maybe uh, 20 feet away. Yeah. And then you're constantly uh, changing. So you're writing notes, looking back, and your eyes go – they get really squinty and stuff like that. It's yeah. just – I think that's why I got migraines. That would <laughs> make sense. It's good that you know. <laughs> um. Yeah, I suppose some of my personal experiences, I definitely agree with you, Erica, about the phone addiction. Um, but another another symptom I sort of noticed was I often just found myself almost overwhelmed by the information overload. Like I was so caught up in so many people's lives and I was studying and trying to do all this stuff that I forgot that my life is also important and that it needs my attention. It's number more one to than, you. Yeah, yeah, more than other people's lives, you know. And and it was even like weakening my creativity. Like I'm a quite a creative person by nature and I always love like thinking of ideas and coming up with stuff. But when I would get so caught up in my phone, I then couldn't create content for myself Mm. and I was yeah it sort of robbed me of my authenticity in imagination I know that when I was younger I used to have a really great imagination me and my brother would go out and we would just play these random crazy games I don't even know what they were and then we started getting on our computers and we noticed that there's a whole online world that's so much easier so we got introduced to gaming um, we got introduced to stuff like YouTube, and then since then we sort of just we prioritized that more than our imagination. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and stuff like I was trying to learn to do the piano, but just I prioritized being online more yeah. than my creativity. Yeah, and like I tried writing songs for a little while, that didn't really go. Um, You're good at poetry. Well. We know that. Oh yeah. <laughs> Do yeah, <laughs> do. Um, well, what are some maybe some tips of reducing screen time? How to cut back a bit? Well, I've got a few here. So go on then, because <laughs> um, this is something that I struggled with. So here are some things that I kind of did or would suggest. Yeah, um, taking up a hobby to 
you know, for your spare time and to reduce yes. boredom. Something that yes. you really enjoy, though. Yeah. It's got to be. Yeah, you've got to, like, to it. Mm. doing this along with my few other suggestions. Let me get there. <laughs> um, setting a timer for actually being on your phone. There are a lot of apps lately that will just completely cut out you know, access to apps at a certain time as well. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. I like that. No, there's some awesome ones out there. Um, have a lockbox for phones, and this mm. might be used within families with younger children where, you know, they have a certain time on their phones or devices, and as soon as the time's up, you know, they go in the box. And yeah. And that's that for the day. Totally. And I think as well, like going on that note, I think you can, if you have an iPhone, it might be Androids. I'm not too sure I have an iPhone. But it has a little application now where it tracks your screen time. So it's super easy for you to know how much you're on your screen and how much you yeah, can just I would, touch it. I would not like to see that. I know. But no. so it's so important to like be conscious of that so that way you know, okay, I'm being on my phone way too much. Yeah. <laughs> and I need to start like yeah, taking a break. Well, that's the first part of you know reducing it mm. is actually realizing how much you're yeah. on it and how much time is being wasted becoming aware mm. definitely some other things are you know turning the wi-fi off after a certain time this used to be happening in my house back yeah. in the day um eating meals without a screen and that yeah. can include tvs depending on how yeah. strict you want to be yeah depending on how far you want to go there like i actually yeah. don't watch the news i don't have any use for yeah. tv yeah at all um, have some family time with no screams. So get outside with the family, play some cards. Yeah, card you know. night. Card you know, night. Just, that. just <laughs> detox game. off it. Um, exercise or stretch while you're watching it. So at least it's a little bit better yeah. than just lounging around. Totally. Stretch your neck, you know. Our mm. necks are under so much strain. Yeah. So and make yeah, sure, like, posture. constantly correct your posture. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Like, you got to be really thinking about that every second yeah when you're absolutely. on devices um blue light glasses are obviously a big recommendation from me because they are amazing um deleting unnecessary apps yeah i should be and that. if you are ready for it going a week without you know either some apps or your phone or yeah. social media yeah you'll actually be or shocked going after a week just like, have one day though like i bet you mm. People like hardly anyone would be able to go one day without their phone. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm going to do it. You know what? I have tomorrow off. Wait, tomorrow's right. Thursday? Yeah. I have tomorrow off and I am not going to look at my phone. Okay, ready? Ooh, all right. Packed. I'm making it. Done. You guys check in on me at like 6 p.m. tomorrow. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Sweet. <laughs> um, do you have any other tips? I had one and I just completely forgot it. So. Jeez. See, that's. <laughs> That's a perfect example of what devices are doing. Oh, <laughs> our, our memory. What an absolute rose. Well, I have one. Go A tip is, you know, because I quite like to read. I like to read books. Mm. And I notice so many people having books on their screens, like on their iPads and their phones. Mm. Like, why would you want to do that? Like, yeah. yeah, okay, save the paper, but save your poor little eyes, you know. Mm. Like, how many hours would you spend reading a book? You know, like, you in the libraries, they're like, Oh, we'll just give you your computer. We'll give you an application. Yeah. And you can access our entire library from that. <laughs> totally. And, like, that's a lot of screen time. Yeah. <laughs> so do yourself a favour and just buy a real book, you know? Mm. Like, there's um, heaps of shops everywhere. Totally. I know in every, like, shopping centre there's a little place with a book, bookstore where you can just go. They're not even expensive. Like, no. Second-hand like bookstores. Yeah, you can get going to Vinnie's or op shops like that. 
Hey, get is there so still? Cheap. I remember there used to be, but now Ocean Street's under a bit of con- uh, construction. But there used to be a bookstore. It was a secondhand bookstore you could take in a book and, and get get, get out of book. Love yeah. How cool is that? They yeah. are awesome. I think it's still in Ocean Street. So check that out, everyone. Um, another one that I think is really important is if you're going to use your screens, there's applications these days where it turns off that harmful blue light on your phone and turns it to a warmer red or yellow light. Um, I'm pretty sure iPhones just have it in their settings, but there are apps um, as well. Yeah, there's plenty of stuff out there that can definitely help oh, you I'm, with oh, the... Blue light. Yeah, I think the app is called Flux. Um, Flux. There's also oh, Night Mode, like that's a good one. Yeah, mm. I use that Obviously, one. Turning yeah. off your like your ring thing so it doesn't, so the lights don't pop up in the middle of the night. Yeah. If you've got your phone up, another helpful trick is if you either charge your phone in the kitchen or something, something far away from your room where you don't hear the buzz. Yeah. Or if you're not to that stage yet, you put it upside down. Yeah. So the Stop light the goes. Light. Yeah. Put it in like a pillow or something. Yeah. As long as it's not Samsung and blows up on you. (laughs) Totally. And a huge one as well, obviously because screens tend to affect our sleep, if you are struggling with falling asleep at night time, try to, you know, put your phone down. Say you go to bed at 8.30, put your phone down at 8 or or 7.30, at least half an hour to an hour before. If you can do more, that's even better. But at least try that um, and see if you can fall asleep a little bit better. Oh, no, you will fall asleep better. (laughs) Have you tried it? Yeah. Yeah, true. I've never really had an issue falling asleep. Like, no. I can just pass that. I'm, yeah, I did that I today. I just, right we had an excursion, <laughs> just fell asleep, just because it felt like it. <laughs> Sweet. Well, that was awesome. Yeah, Thank that was a so pretty much. big episode. Thank yeah. you all for sticking that one through. Tuning in. Definitely. Next time you catch yourself just mindlessly scrolling on your screen, think about what effect that it's really having on you. And think about us three. Yes. And maybe, you know, try and opt for doing something else like reading a book or get outside. So, anyways, <laughs> have a lovely week, everyone. That's we will right. see you next week back here on the next episode. Love and blessings. Happy vibing, fam. Thank you so much. Thank you all for watching. Listening. <laughs> Listening. <laughs> Can't watch a podcast. <laughs> Till next time, don't count the days, but make the days count. You've been listening to Speak Up and Engage, the next generation in wellness. To follow our podcasters, head on over to allthews.facebook.com forward slash speak up engage. You can also go to allthews.thewellnesscouch.com forward slash speak up engage. To find out more about the Sunshine Coast Council, go to allthews.sunshinecoast.qld.gov.au. And to find out more about Spirit Hive and how Spirit Hive is bringing empowerment and inspiration to the youth and the communities local to you, go to spirithive.org. We're going to see you here same time next week. Thanks for tuning in. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives.
Foster Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners. These podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.